Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. We are back in full effect. Let's do it like this. Oh, wow, man. This is amazing to be back on the air. Um, Blog Talk Radio. I've done a couple of things. I was over at IBNX Radio for a while. Um, But we are back here on Blog Talk. And um, this is the number one podcast, bar none. I don't think anybody has more shows that I have, more great interviews that I have. Go check the archives on your iTunes. And you can see that my show dates back to 2011. On the show today, from VH1, the name of the show is Dating Naked. His name is David Dees. He'll be with us a little later. Also, a little later in the show, the homegirl, probably one of the most sexy humans, is Adina Howard. Be on a little later on. Can't wait to chop it up with her. Um, I'd like to welcome my co-host <laughs> and the producer of the show is Madeline Agruso, um, just checking in. Um, if you want to check us out, you can call in 646-664-8837. That's 646-664-8837. That's the show. The name of the show is Rodney Perry Live. Uh, what's different from this podcast than anybody else is that we're actually live when we record. So it's all happening in real time. Now, you might listen to it after the fact. You might listen to it. You know, you might pick it up. You all know what writing was talking about today. But let me tell you something. You can holler at me. You can call in live. We're going to, we're going to be going live at noon, Tuesdays at noon, every Tuesday at noon, noon p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is the return of Rodney Perry Live. I'll be playing some music. I'll be talking to some interesting people. And we're going to be doing an amazing show. So let's get it started the way we get it started. It's your boy Rodney Perry. Y'all check this out. Eight 
347-337-3737. You can call that number, you can call and listen, or you can call and talk to me. Either way, uh, and we're completely social, you can go to RockyPerry.com, you can listen as well, uh, or you can pick us up on the podcast. If you're listening via iTunes right now, you're probably listening on the podcast, man. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Please subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. And check out all of my social media, man. Uh, I'm at Rodney Perry Live on um, Instagram. Uh, Rodney Perry wins if you want to follow me on Snapchat, which, you know, I'm not the world's best Snapchatter if I can keep it completely real with y'all. But let me tell y'all something. It's going down. Okay, so what's been happening, man? Uh, we took a hiatus. We were over at uh, IBNX Radio. We really enjoyed it over there. Uh, it just got to be a pain in the butt for me to get up and leave the house. I'm going I'm to just keep it real. You know, Mel and I were producing the show. We had some great guests. Monique came through. Uh, we had a number of really, really good people to come through into the studio. We, I mean, we talked to my man from Goody Mob. We, we talked to some great people. In fact, Matt, Madeline. She may be now you know I will mute myself. I'm here, Rodney P. Unmute How are you? yourself. I know, I know. <laughs> hey, so, so we had some great guests over at IBNX Radio, but what I wanted to do, I wanted to come back to Blog Talk for a number of reasons. One, I love the social aspect of it. Uh, I've, I've done some things to really, you know, improve our sound on Blog Talk. Because, I mean, the thing about blog talk is you, you generally go through the phone line, and it's just not as good a quality of, of sound over the phone lines. But, you know, I, I bought a board. I bought a great mic. And uh, and we're, we're, we're always we, – it's Rodney Perry Studios. We're, it's the studio. It's my own personal studio. I know. I but we had some great it, guests, yeah. though. I mean, we had, who do we, have? we had some good people coming to the studio. We had Casey and JoJo. We did. We had, um, come through. Um, Gip Goody came through. Big Gip came in from Goody Mob. Um, man, Monique came through. She came. She came for my birthday. Uh, yes. Actually, now that I think Carrie about it, we, Von, we had that. The, I'm sorry. Who? Carrie did come. I mean, we were over there yeah. for a while. We were over there for some time. Yes, it, it had like to be well over years. a year, a couple of years. Yeah, it was almost, almost two years because we we left before my birthday this year, and I know we were there for my birthday last year. Correct. Last year so, um, is Tone and Monique Well, came. Well, 15. It was yeah, a exactly. whole birthday surprise, yes. It was a birthday extravaganza thanks to you, and, <laughs> and uh, you got surprised. This year was much day. calmer, huh? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it was, who knew the storm was coming? I know. Storm, Who knew? Yes. I uh, I had a stroke September 30th, 15 days after my 46th birthday. Had a stroke. Um, went to the hospital, intensive care for you know about a week or so, and then you know I had to rehab. You know, with the stroke came the loss of the use of the left side of my body, and um, I had to re. I had to learn how to walk again. I had to learn how to use my left hand again. Uh, no, 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 Matt, don't mute. I don't want you to say So uh, it, it's, it's been a life-changing, life-affirming moment in my particular journey. So um, uh, there's a renewed purpose. 
if if you if you guys get that out, well, maybe you don't get it because you didn't have a stroke. I was telling God the other day, I was like, dog, if you wanted to holler at me, you could have texted me. But you know what? I wouldn't trade my experience for nothing in the world, man. It was amazing. It was amazing. So um, this is Roddy Perry. Tune in to Roddy Perry Live. It's going down. It is going down. Rodney Perry Live is returned to the air. Give us a call. You know, welcome back to the air, Rodney Perry. Give us a call. Uh, the number is 646-668-8837. Madeline. Yes, sir. What was it for you when I was away? I mean, because, I mean, you, you had all, all of my day-to-day and make sure I stay on point and on time and stuff. What was it like for you? I know I, Andy and I have talked about it with, with my wife and, and even the kids now, but I don't think I've talked about this with you. I don't know, Robbie. I was very, 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 very scared. And and I know you you told me I can't be fearful and trust God at the same time, but there absolutely was a lot of prayer. And may, I guess maybe I didn't trust him in that moment. I was afraid. I was very, very afraid. And then once the word got out, I was a little overwhelmed because everybody just wanted to know how you were doing, but I really didn't know how you were doing. I hadn't laid eyes on you. You didn't right. sound the same to me. I think you were trying to shelter me from the truth. It was a rough moment, <laughs> RP, and it truly has put some this, things this, into this perspective thing, for me. This is the thing, like, I realize now I really didn't know how bad I was. <laughs> like, I would I I don't know if I could have recovered as fast if I had really If you had known had a, yeah. If I knew if I knew <laughs> if I knew how bad Oh, goodness. Listen, when you went into the hospital the very next day, you were like, well, no, no, don't cancel the show because I'll be there. And I'm oh, like, no, are you trying to get to the show? I know. And I'm like, well, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm going to be there. And then we went through it the following day because you're like, well, don't cancel Sundays because I'll be there Sunday for sure. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, this, this <laughs> I'm trying to go back to the club in Denver. Like, I'm like, man, lower my blood pressure. I'm ready to work. I know. And see, I mean, it just it just unfolded very strange. I mean, and I just did not anticipate that you were going to be there for two months. But as it unfolded day by day, I was aware that you definitely weren't about to go get back on stage the following day. So it was right. It was a rough moment, and I'm so grateful. And I also have a renewed sense of purpose and gratitude and even through the holidays this year, I can pick, you're the only person I talk to on the phone. Like, I don't take anyone else's calls unless I don't talk to people on the phone. So I'm grateful. I can pick up this phone and you're on the other end. So I'm just grateful, RP. Yeah, I'm truly, truly just grateful. Wow, man, that's that's awesome. We lost Tommy Ford in that time right after that. That was very sad. That's when I knew I couldn't die. I was like, don't die now. (laughs) Tommy Ford is more famous than you. The last thing you want to do is die on a day somebody more famous than you die. You do not want to die nowhere around somebody more famous. I know Farrah Fawcett is still pissed if Michael Jackson died right after that. I'm certain. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm certain she don't. You know, it ain't. This, this is my new my new revelation this week. Oh, I that? really don't think God is as petty as we are. 
as I'm, human. I would I would venture to say he is not. There is no the way. The word tells us. Go ahead. Give, give me some words. The word tells us that he doesn't think like we think or act like we act. So exactly. I'm inclined to believe that he's not petty. I know I'm like the queen of petty these days. <laughs> you, are you, are you uh, petty pentagrams? <laughs> I, <laughs> I am, and I'm comfortable with it, too. <laughs> I mean, well, so what does that mean? I mean, you're 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 more more like stern, uh, less of the BS. What does that mean? No, just more assholeish. Really? Mm-hmm. I no, think I've always you, been you, stern. You. Well, hey, it depends on the person, Rodney Perry. Yes, I'm not always the same girl that you know. Say <laughs> what it is. Everybody get a different man, huh? I think so. Not everybody, but there definitely are different meds that you could get. Hilarious. Yeah, but I agree. God is not as petty as we are. I mean, just just imagine if if God was like us. Yo, man, what are you wearing today? I can't believe. Because, you know, you go to certain churches, if you got a long skirt on or a short skirt on, they're like, yo, you ain't supposed to be here. That's not God's way. But, But people use their interpretation of what they think God said or meant. That's why I believe, that's what the Bible says. Study to know thyself, to make yourself approved. Like, like learn it for yourself. Is this our 300th episode, Madeline? Is that true? I, I knew you were going to say that. I'm not certain because I have to get a count. We've got to be here there, but I have to get a count from IBNX because our count is thrown off from going over there. Well, mine is. Oh, and I knew right, you were going to be like, right. is this true? Oh, wow. So, wait. I, I, I thought you had kind of arbitrary chose number. But it may be very close to correct, though. It's definitely in that area, yes. Because, I mean, you think we did, like, I mean, we could do the math over there, too. I mean, cause we, we checked in over there uh, almost, like, right after uh, going off on, on Blog Talk. We left Blog Talk, and then we went over there. Immediately. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was, it was an immediate. We I don't even think we took any type of hiatus. We went straight over there. Right. So, I mean, we can do that math, and then we can figure out blah blah. So, anyway, um, it's a uh, it's a beautiful day here in Atlanta, Georgia. It is cold, but it's it's nice. It's sunny. The sun is out. Um, a ton of things coming down the pipe in 2017 for me. Uh, I directed my my first short film. It's called The Leap. It will be making its debut at several film festivals. Uh, we will be scheduling. This is a note for myself or later, Mad. It will be scheduling a screening for the cast and crew in February. In February, probably at the the uh, the theater in the square, of Marietta. So uh, let's reach out to Raul and let him know we want to come over there and we don't want to pay for it. <laughs> okay, I shall. We just need him to screen it and make it nice and maybe see it. We'll pay for that. We'll pay for it. So um, I see you got some music in here for me, man. This dang old Bruno Mars won't go away with me. Oh, gosh. And you know it brought me incredible joy uploading that song. All of them, actually. Okay, I get Bruno to see music again. Bruno, I, I, I love having music. 
It is so happy. This, this is my problem, Bruno. And it's not really a problem. I feel like he's he's like he's he's so. See, well, this is what music musicians get to do that comedians don't. And I probably I'm just hating hating on on that. Is they can reach back to the past and have an influence, and their music sound like their influence. If okay. I, as a comedian, start sounding like my influence, if I if I sound like Eddie Murphy or Cedric the Entertainer or Richard Pryor, I'm going to be ostracized by the comedy community because Absolutely. the biggest taboo is stealing or mimicking a, another comedian. But as a musical artist, you can absolutely do that. It's actually part of what, it's part of what keeps music going is, you know, bridging those gaps and having those similarities. So, Let's do this. Play a little Bruno Mars in this first half hour. This is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Gray Live. Madeline, we back. Yes, sir. We're back.
I'm Kenya Cruz with the success story. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Roger Perry, and I lost 26 pounds in three weeks. I'll the Kenya Crooks meal plan. That's 14 gourmet meals prepared by a chef. It's like having your own personal chef. And once you sign up for that, you get free access to Kenya Crooks online workout. Oh, my God. Thousands and thousands of people have already benefited. Why not you? I should do it. 
actors. We the ones that gotta wear our face backwards. Put your frown on before they think you soft. Never smile longer, take your defense off. Acting tough so much we start to what feel up? hard. That's my man, J. Cole. The name of the song is Folded Clothes. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry. Live. Going down the way it goes down. Uh, I want to add, this will be adding to the uh, show, top of the show. It's your show. Uh, this is Rodney Perry Live, but it's your show. So we're going to be going to the phone lines or just um, shout an Instagram or tweet and a Facebook out. So, um, they, and, and, oh, my man is on the line. Good stuff. So we'll be talking to Mr. David Dees in a couple of seconds. Uh, world-class Hooper and reality star, VH1's Dave Nick. We'll be talking to him in, in a couple of seconds. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm excited about coming back to the airways, man. And, um, you know, this is the crazy part. You know, when when you do a show like this, it takes, like, you got to be off, like, two years before people even realize you're gone. And so uh, I was talking to her, and I was like, yo, it's time for us to go back. You know, and she's like, hey, I'm good. I'm sick of this shit, Rodney Perry. Man, I'm sick of it. You know, let me go. But she, every once in a while, she let go. All right. So, um, dating naked, if you had to date naked, would you, you know, really bear your soul? I mean, I think dating naked means several things. You know, one, the, you know, on this show, they don't have any clothes on, but it's beyond that. It's really, you know, you know, it's really bearing yourself, you know, on a date, you know, I mean, it's, it's one thing, you know, to, to take your clothes off, but to really share, you know, parts of yourself with a person. So the question is, are you are you willing to date naked? Either literally or, you know, mentally. Are you willing to come clean? Date naked. Malin, are you willing to date naked? You ready to take them clothes off? Absolutely not. Under no circumstances. No circumstances. Wait a minute, Madeline. Absolutely me. not. I mean, you're 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 a good looking woman. Clear no for me. <laughs> I mean, are you are you ready though? I mean, like if you had to date naked, like if that's the way you no, win. the answer would be no. <laughs> there could be a million dollars on it. The answer would still be no. Okay, okay, a million and a half. You wouldn't date no. naked for a million and a half dollars. Are Body you I barely walk around my own house naked. There is no way I would be that transparent. There's no way. I thought all women, let me tell you something. I can't keep clothes on these little girls around here. 
But I'm a weirdo. Like, I'm a, such a weirdo. When I'm not home, they all walk around. They naked? Yeah, they naked people. I guess there are naked people. Yeah, like, when I'm I was growing up, not one of those. When I was growing up, like, I used to go to my cousin's house and spend a night, you know, hang out. His mom <laughs> was nothing for me to come, try to come to the door and he's out. Wow. Yes. No, I have sons, so I've been clothed for the last 22 years, and I really don't foresee that changing. They, my, my cousin's mom, which is, <laughs> I guess, my mother's first cousin. First of all, it was two different places. It was the same same like uh, brownstone, but it was okay. one family that lived on the, on the main level, and then one family that lived upstairs. So so uh, Andrew and them lived on the main level. Their mama name was Marie. Now, Marie would be naked, too, but nobody want to see this. Oh, my goodness. I have a visual. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I remember my aunties being like that, too, and mm-mm, not for me. So I don't know. Marie I had thought some big old David church titties, too. Oh, Here you go. What are church titties? <laughs> you know what church titties are. They only... You know, it's it's okay in the church community to be, you know, really busty. Like oh, I remember, it is I remember as long as they're covered as up. As a as a young man, I could open a bra strap with one hand, but then I realized Ew. it's not my dexterity that I lost. You know, it's just women have more hooks now. Like as as you it's get older, you get more. It's the bra hooks. <laughs> you like. I can't, I can't get, like, I let my wife keep her bra all over the time. that I can't get her. Too much trouble. Anyway, then you would go upstairs and talking to Kitty and Mama, Gloria, 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 gorgeous, beautiful lady, Gloria, fine. You know, and I remember as a little kid going, yo, man, your mama, man, she didn't put the clothes on. <laughs> But it was that, it was her house. She's she like, you know, this is where I rock in my house. You know, I'm putting clothes on white you here, young man. But yeah, but but Gloria's still one of my favorite aunts. I mean, I she has material on my, as you know, as a as a figure, like a mother figure, you know. So anyway, this is Rodney Perry. You tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk to my man David D. Do do we have? I don't even know Dave. Do we have Dave music? They got some music coming down. Maybe, maybe I'll refresh right here. I can see it. They got some music, man. Dave is not only a reality star, he's also a vocalist. I was halfway stalking him on his Instagram. And I was like, David D's got skills, son. Hey, this is Roddy Gray. You're doing the Roddy Gray Live. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. we come back. We're going to talk to my man, David D from VH1. Dating uh, Naked. Don't play with a don't be this silence Ay. Still not understanding this logic Ay. I'm back and I'm better I want you bad as ever Don't let me just let up I wanna give you better Baby, it's whatever Somebody gotta step up Somebody's on next up let them catch up, it's easy to see that you're fitter I am on a whole nother level Girl, the only 
Joe, because you let him. Girl, I guess he didn't know any better. Girl, that man didn't show any ever. Do all I can just to show you you're special. Certain it's your love that holds me together. Lately, you say he been killing the vibe. Gotta be sick of this guy. Pull up skirt, get in the right. Left hand is steering, the other is gripping your thighs. Light up a finger. Shouty, you deserve what you've been missing. Looking at you, I'm thinking he must be driven. Play this song for him, I'm just listening. Loving ain't the same I don't know what to say But What a shame If you were mine You would not get the same If you were mine You would top everything Suicide in the drop Switching lanes And a thing so fire Baby no propane Got good Girl can I be framed Keep it 100 Girl I ain't no saint But he the only reason That I'm feeling this way Giving you the word Baby when you get space Pen gang Give me Baby that's Oh baby
Mal and I were talking about bearing yourself, man. You look at a show like Dating Naked. First of all, you got to consider a few things before you take the job. You're like, y'all going to be naked in front of the world. And then right. secondly, I mean, you really bear yourself on this show. I mean, you really are transparent with these young ladies that you're dating. I mean, how was that right. for you, man? Man, I, you know, I tell you, Rodney, it was, <laughs> it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, to say the least. Yeah, I would have never thought I would have done it before. You know, I told my family, you know, I'm getting ready to go on day naked, you know, and they, they couldn't believe it either. So I'm surprised I did it myself, but it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, man, and I'm glad I had a chance to do it. Once in a lifetime? Wait a minute, Dave, ain't you on, the, ain't you on another season? No, no, no. Wait a minute. Come on, Rodney. Now, listen, I did I did the one season. You know, I think they're getting ready to start filming the next one now, but you know, my mind is done. My season got finished here in about October. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, we get it. We get it after the fact, man. So, first of all, Dave, did you have any parameters? Did you go look? All the women got to be fine because you apparently you can't get on this show unless you're a beautiful person. Now, well, you know what, I, I, I for uh, I wouldn't say all that, right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Everybody didn't. You know, it was many different shapes and sizes and colors of people on there. You know, and I was fortunate enough to be the uh, the bachelor, the main guy on the show. And then we had a, you know, I had a female counterpart who was the, the main lady on the show. So she went on dates with 23 naked men, and I went on dates with 23 naked women. And that, and we did it in Bora Bora. So it was a, definitely a, a unique experience. So, so y'all in paradise. Yeah, so you dated twenty three different. I mean, did you connect on a real level with anybody? I mean, other than her, of course. I mean, y'all, you know, the, you know, all the blogs say that's your lady. You know, that's true. You're right, right. It's different kind of. It's different degrees of of connections, and it's you know, you're gonna have different relationships, just like in real life. You know, you go on dates with different people. Y'all gonna all connect differently. You know, the bottom line with us is you just. You just get to see everything right away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, right, that right. makes dating just it a is. little bit different. But like you said, I, I've been on the call for a minute, and like you said, it's it's much bigger than just being naked. You know, there's a degree of transparency that you experience right away. Also going through that. So man, they had scenes where you was laying on a little lawn chair with a beautiful little Caucasian <laughs> young lady. <laughs> this, this is the question. You had to take some because you know, you, I mean, you you you're a young man. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, you know, it's funny, man. It's funny. This is what happens, right? You go on there and, and uh, it, it's it's a sexual experience in that I think when you see people, you think of a sexual thing. But then I, I'm telling you, it's crazy. Believe this or not. After after so long, it kind of becomes normal. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I like I say, like, wow. if you go to a nudist beach, you're not going to see a lot of people that's, you know, affected by the the nudity on the nudist beach because Very everybody's true. naked. Very true. You know what I'm saying? And and that's we was basically we was on the nudist beach. We was being filmed while we was doing it. That was the biggest difference. So, wow, man. So what is it? What has it done to, done to your life, man? As far as um, mm-hmm. I mean, do you get recognized? I, I'm sure you do. Um, well, but, I tell you, but, it's funny. I mean, that's ha- a funny. Has it changed your life? It, it has. It's changed my life in a lot of ways, Rodney. You know, it's changed my life in that. Um, I do get recognized. I get recognized, but it's funny because people, I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and, you know, it's a lot of celebrities in Atlanta, so I definitely ain't, you know, ain't famous compared to a lot of the people that's there, but people that see me, and then, you know, how people look at you and turn their head, and, you know, they feel like they know you, but they used to seeing me naked on TV, you know, so they like, right. man, I know you, you, you somewhere, and I'm, you. 
You know what I'm saying? So I look at that and I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. A lot, a lot of times I just, I just act like, you know, that's the case, you know. But what it has done is everything that, you know, that I, I, I do in my life, everything is at a different level, you know. So you just got to play some of my, that music, that joke's on you, that fire song you just got finished playing, that's me, you know. And I, I wrote it and, and sang it and thing that I get to do, you know, is at an elevated pace now just because I was fortunate enough to do the show. So, Man, that's awesome, man. Let, let, let's talk about the music, man, because that, that was my next question. Like, how is, how has it affected your passion? Because man, when I when I look at you on stage singing, I'm like, that's what that dude love to do right there. Yeah, well, it's, it, I don't think it's necessarily affected my passion as much as it gives me that much more of a sense of urgency. Because you know, mm-hmm. it's not often that you get a chance to to follow the things that you that you dream about uh, at a place where you have some attention and you have some publicity and you have people that notice you, you know, and I feel like, you know, now at this point, it's kind of my responsibility to take the things that I do well and take my craft and the things that I love and have a chance to kind of expose this to the world while I still have, you know, an elevated platform. So if anything, man, it it truly has just made, it made everything that I'm trying to do um, that much easier. And it made me feel that much more responsibility because I recognize the blessings that I got, man. I can't take myself too serious. Hell, I got naked on TV, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so I can't take too much credit for getting naked on TV, but now it's time to let this music go. My music's pretty good, if I say so myself, you know, and hopefully, you know, the listeners will agree as they start to listen. As you spin this joint on the radio, you know what I'm saying, Rodney Perry? Man, man, it's, it's dope, man. I, I like jokes on you. You're not only a singer, but you're a writer, a songwriter, a producer, man. Yeah. So yeah. Talk, talk to me about, about about this song, this particular song, is that gonna be the first one out the box? Jokes on you. The first one out the box is jokes on you, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be out today. You know, everybody that just heard that got a little sneak peek because it's not gonna be right. released until the beginning of February, you know. But even still, exclusive um, Rodney Perry live. Yeah, on Rodney Perry, you got exclusives out here, bro. That's what we doing out here on Rodney Perry, man. And I, you know, I, like I said, I appreciate you having me. Um, the project itself will be coming out here in the spring, but. The first single will be out in February, man. And I'm, I can't tell you how the love has been crazy. You know, people really, really, you know, they come to me. They, when your music come out, where can I buy it? When can I buy it? Man, and I'll tell you, it's a, it's a humbling, flattering thing to be going through and be in the middle of it. Now we're just going to take this thing and do the absolute best with it, bro. That's what we're going to do. I mean, you're also a model, too, and, uh, you know, a world-class baller. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, I ain't no world class baller no more, but I, at one point in time I was. I, I you know, I, I've I mean, been fortunate. I mean, you you know, on the D one level, so that's not a game. That's a real deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, you know, I, I was runner up for Mr. Basketball to LeBron back in the day. You know, I, I I used to, you know, I used to have some buckets for you, Rodney Perry. But like you know, that? it's funny as <laughs> like that, bro. I mean, you, these, these are problems you probably wouldn't have wanted, my dude. You know what I mean? You wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have wanted. But now I can't, I can't, I, that was, I said back in the day, because right now, them problems, I probably don't want no more. I don't play no basketball no more. <laughs> so, man, I hear you, you know, we're focusing on the, on the music right now, and, and I've been fortunate enough in my life to be able to experience some crazy, crazy things, and now we're going to take these experiences and put them into music and give it to the people. Hey, man, back to the VH1 show called Dating Naked. Yep. Were you ever afraid to take on this challenge? 
Man, I was terrified, bro. I was. I can't even. I was. I was. Te- if you watch the season, you'll see on the first show because when I got to the when I got there, I really didn't know what I was doing. You know what I mean? You never. It ain't like you gonna go and then be prepared to get naked and then it's gonna be comfortable. I mean, the first time I did it, I got a whole camera crew around. I got a beautiful young lady right. next to me who was the main girl. Roxy Diaz was the host. You know, and I wasn't. Right. I didn't know Roxy was gonna be there, so I'm like, for real, I, I got to get naked in front of. You know what? It's crazy. You know, so that was that was definitely a unique experience. But at the same time, man, it's right. like I got to do something that really nobody in the world ever gonna get to say they did. How many people in the world gonna say they went to Bora Bora for seven weeks and got naked and got to be the Bachelor on Dating Naked? You know what I'm saying, man? So at man, the end of the day, I it's mean, one of those it's, lifetime it's experiences so that you talk up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm very, very fortunate to have done it, man. And I, you know, now I'm just trying to carry this out, and you know, that and live this American dream that, that I, you know, that that I got in front of me. So if I can do it, hopefully I can be some inspiration for some other people to try to go out and do some things that's outside their comfort zone, and just try to be great, bro. I'm just trying to be great, man. It ain't about, you know, it ain't about fame and none of that. It's about just being the best me I can be, bro. Man, you 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 doing that, dude? Man, I, I'm a fan, and you killing it on so many I appreciate levels. you, homie. So I appreciate you. I'm a fan what's too. What's next for you, Dave? Thank you, Robert. This really project, man. If this project is next, I, you know, I got a lot of other things that I'm working on later on. But right now, what we're doing is we're really focusing everything on this project. I got a single coming out here in February. Um, the the whole project itself will be released sometime in the late spring, early summer. There'll be some other singles that come along with it, and it's an independent project. So I really, really, okay. people really going to make this thing go, man. The people going to make this thing go. So, uh, you man, know, man, I've been I so, it's been so much love on, so far, man. bro. I will Have me back on, man. I'm here. You let me know when, and I'm coming back. Come back on. We'll play, we'll play the, uh, the, the, the snippets from the album, man, and talk about the album completely and give it give it its just due, man, because, I mean, I, I want to see you win, David, man, for real. I appreciate so that, bro. Home, I appreciate man. that. Home, well, I'm from, I'm born and raised, man, in Dayton, Ohio. I'm born and raised in Dayton, Ohio, from, from a small town in Ohio, and I live in Atlanta now, Atlanta, Georgia, and that's home at the moment, man. And, and I tell you, Dayton's been, was, it was good to me. It taught me a lot of lessons, and Atlanta has been phenomenal to me since I moved here, man. So I I tell you, I'm I'm blessed, bro. I'm very, very blessed. It's been a hard were road, you in been a long school? run. What you say? Were you in high school the same time LeBron was? Were you, did y'all play? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not even. This is no exaggeration. My my senior year of high school, I was runner up to Mr. for Mr. Basketball, LeBron. LeBron won Mr. Basketball. I was second. You know, I wow. I mean, I yeah, I, I, that was what I did. I was really, really close to some NBA opportunities. You know, and I, to be honest, the, the really the bottom line was that. Um, my senior year, I went back for my senior year. I had some opportunities my junior year to leave early. I went back my senior year, okay. and, you know, and I, I just I didn't perform as well as I should have, you know. And I I look at that wow. lesson, and now I have a different opportunity in front of me, and I feel like you know I've been given a second chance to do some great things, and I I'll be damned if I squander this opportunity. You know what I mean? That's that's right. how I feel about it now. So it's my responsibility to do the best I can to put the best product out and to give it the best chance of success that I can. And I'm, I'm very, very proud to say that, you know, this is a project that I'm that I'm extremely proud of and I can't wait to the, to the people get to hear it. That's dope, man. Hey, let me ask you this, uh, uh, Mr. Dees. How does being an athlete, and, and especially playing a team sport, how does that affect your grind now? Ooh, the grind is so different. You know, it's funny because, when you, you know, when you, I played, like you said, I played at University of Louisiana. Um, and playing there, you know, you got practice at 6 in the morning, 
and you got class and you got weights and you got, um, you know, you got, I mean, there's just always, it's always, you got film, you know, there's always, you putting in extra time and then that's just what everybody does. If you want to be better, you got to do more than that. You know, so for me right. now, when I look at things, it's really never about what is anybody else doing. It's about, did I get better today? And that's what I really try to ask myself yeah. every day is, you know, at the end of the day, did I, did I get closer to my craft and to my dreams today or did I waste an opportunity? And, you know, for me, I just, man, I'm not in a place in my life where I'm trying to waste no opportunities. You know, I got, I got a lot of people who, who rooting for me and cheering for me, and I've been blessed with things I probably don't even deserve, man. So now it's just my responsibility to, to be everything I'm capable of being so I can bless other people the same way I've been blessed, my dude. That's what I'm trying to do. So, man, simple man, stuff for me. One thing I love about this show, man, is meeting people like, like a David Dees and – you know, you on the grind, man. But before you know it, man, it's it, man, it's gonna take off. Uh, can we look to see you on a big screen? You know, or any anything else on a small screen? Any acting? Any? Is that part of your yeah, plan? You know, we're working on that now. You know, we've got some things are in, in the works now. I don't have anything that's concrete enough to be able to give you a date, but I can tell you it. Well, I can tell you this. I can tell you Rodney Perry said he's gonna have me back on the show. And anytime we got something, we're going to drop <laughs> right. exclusive news right here on Rodney Perry. We're going to say we got this film coming, or we got this project coming, or we got this single coming, whatever it is. We're going to talk about it here on this Rodney Perry show. So we're going to do. Hey, man, I love that day, man. Again, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on. The the song coming down the pipe is called Jokes on You. We're going to play a little snippet of it before we get out of here. Dave, any final words for the people? Man, Rodney, I appreciate you having me, bro. I love the people. I look forward to, to, to coming to a town near you. Y'all pick up this song, all right? Joke's on you. It's coming in February. Hey, hey, ladies, the joke ain't on you because David ain't hiding nothing. <laughs> 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 ain't My no dude. <laughs> My man. I get that it just wasn't meant to be. For who I am 
And please accept me for what I do I'm just doing everything that I can Cause all I wanna be is true So please accept me for who I am And please accept me for what I do Cause there's no me without you And all I wanna be is true Alright And all I wanna be is true Apologies if I ever let you down so much shit that happened that it's hard to talk about So many losses that my lawyer said don't talk about it Just had to pray, keep it cool till I can walk about it Came home, help my sister raise a child Kinda hurt me cause I could have had my own now I lost my baby, damn it's really getting home now I just have to learn This is me So please accept me for who I am And please accept me for what I do
I've been doing online radio podcast. Go subscribe to Rodney Perry Live on um on um iTunes. And you can go back and listen archive listen to some of the episodes, man. I'm talking about I've talked to everybody. I I talked to Thelma from Good Time and Michael. I talked to uh Martin Luther King one time. No, that's not true. I talked to, <laughs> of course, Monique been on the show a number of times. I talked to every comic you could think of. Uh, you know who we haven't had? We haven't had such the entertainer, man. I've got to get said on here. That's my guy. That's my mentor. Got to get said on. That's, this is on my wish list, man. Said uh, the entertainer. You know I would like to talk to? I, would love, I think we had Joe on, though, Joe Thomas. I would love to talk to Joe again. Uh, I got to get my man, Deion Cole. I want to talk to Tyree. I want to talk to Tyree. I think he's a pretty dynamic dude. I, you know who I want to talk to? David Banner. I think he was just a dope dude. I wouldn't mind talking to David Banner. Uh, who else is out there? Of course, Monique is always welcome on the show. She's a friend and a fan of the show. Uh, man. That song I just played, Lord, true, I think it's an amazing song. I'm glad you put that in the queue for me, man. That is a dope song. Um, my man is listening. Shout out to young Keno Trice. Young, I'm calling young. He's young. He younger than me. I'm just an old bastard. But Keno Trice, man, I count the dude as a friend. Really uh, great guy. Uh, if you're looking for, if you got any video needs or videography needs. Uh, here in Atlanta or anywhere in the world, man. I'm sure he got, you know, free flybys. He will get there. You get him there, and he'll take care of your video needs. And he's a fabulous, talented comedian as well. So, uh, thanks for uh, listening, my man, Keno Trice. Uh, the number, 646-668-8837. It's Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Up next on the show, coming in in any minute. This is Dina Howard. Oh, my God. Do yourself a favor. Go to Adina Howard's website. OMG. It's Friday, Pierre. I'll be right back.
Out your boy Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. That is me, Miss Adina Howard, OMG. Had the pleasure of meeting Adina. Uh, man, it must have been like two years ago now. Uh, the Women in Hip Hop Summit. And we got a chance to sit down and chop it up. And when I tell you, whatever you think about Adina Howard, she's even more dope. Like, I mean, you can go to her website and you see this super sexy young lady, and she's grown. Uh, she's a, a wife. She's a, an excellent chef. But when you communicate with this lady and you talk to her and she's spiritual and she's just dynamic, well, let, let me, enough of my pontificating. Let, let's get on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Mr. Dean Howe. What's up, sis? You, King, how are you? I'm great. First of all, I think you might be one top ten most dynamic people I've met, bar none. How about that? Oh, wow. Thank you so much. That is humbling. I, I truly really, appreciate that. You know, you know how you meet people and, and you know, you, you, you cross paths and you like, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to have a lifetime of friendship with this person because you're just that dynamic. Like you, some people you don't want to let get away and you you really are are that person and 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 then I think it's so dope that I'll get a call sometimes out of the blue like hey this is Dina how you doing you good <laughs> all right bye <laughs> you know we had we had them type of chat which is dope as dope as hell to me how you doing Got a check on you because you're you we are permanently connected now you know it's what it is and all is well I will not complain I am blessed and marinated in divine favor you marinated in it. Marinated, baby, down to the marrow. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, okay, let's get right to it. Of course, um, do yourself a favor, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Go to adinahoward.com, A-D-I-N-A-H, Howard.com. When did you begin to be comfortable Dripping in sexuality. <laughs> wow. Um, I've always been comfortable in my skin. And, I've, you know, I think me being comfortable dripping and, and oozing with that sexual, you know, presence, I think it started really when I was like 17, 18, somewhere in there. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you, you know, once I got a taste of the good good, it was a wrap. <laughs> the good good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once I got a taste of the good good, it was a wrap. Yeah, I was like, oh, I like this. And then I saw the power that I had. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to do now. with this. <laughs> you figured it out really quick. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It wasn't hard, first though. Of all, first of all, Dina, you are, you are so timeless. I mean, I when you look at an artist and you know because you know like okay, I'm I'm forty something. She's been around twenty plus. Adina Howard got to be forty years old at least. Okay. Forty three. Forty three years old. Forty three years old. But when years I young, tell yeah. you, my assistant, she was like, "This lady is not no forty years old. This lady, she's like." She is so fine. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You're fit. You're 
you're you're sexy. You got a million looks. Like you you like every look is dope though. Adina, like thank you, the curly thank hair, you. The, the 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 little the the, the little wet look, the the, the braid, the shortcut, bald headed. What what don't you do? <laughs> you know this this. You know, one of the things that I love about hair. Long with a snake? What? Come on. Right, right. With hair, you can, for me at least, I have the ability to change the way, you know, my appearance comes across. A lot of people, it's so very interesting because um, when I go to do performances, you know, our driver will pick us up and I'll, you know, I'm a Dina at that point, you know, or Dina Howard Jordan. And I just come with no makeup on, my hair in a ponytail or a hat. And when I transform into Adina Howard, I've literally had drivers and security look past me because I look completely different. And I'm like, um, I'm, I'm here. It's me. And they're like, oh, sh-. I'm like, yeah, it happens. <laughs> because, it, you know, I didn't notice it because when I look at myself, I see the same person. But a lot of times – People don't recognize me because, in their mind, the whole visual changes. And then, of course, makeup helps, too. So I, I have the ability right. to be a chameleon, which I'm truly grateful for, and I love it. Uh, a chameleon, she's timeless. Uh, Adina Howard Jordan, you are married. Yes. When I think of, of what it must be like to be married to Adina Howard, I always think of that movie, uh, The Five Heartbeats. When they do this, I, I gotta fight every night to prove my love. <laughs> <laughs> and Jordan, you know, I, I'm a very loyal he person. He must be a very dynamic loyal. guy. He is. He is so amazing. We've been friends before we got married. We were friends for close to 20 years. Okay. And we dated in our 20s. And for platonic friends the whole time, or no, he was like, my he was, he was my Arizona piece. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'd go to AZ. Let me holler at Mr. Mm-hmm. Jordan. <laughs> right. I sure would. But, for you know, he wanted to marry me back when we were together in our 20s, and he wanted to start a family the whole nine, and I was like, absolutely not. I, You know, I didn't want to get married. I didn't want to have children. That was not something that you know, I even had in the back of my mind as a young woman or even as a little girl, marriage and children just did not suit me. And um, so when we, he, and, he and I got together initially, that's what he wanted, and I was like, I'm cool on that. However, you know, what we're doing is cool. I can do this. And this is all we right. had a parting ways for a while. And for 13, close to actually a little over 13 years, he would – periodically, you know, Adina, we need to just quit playing and go ahead and get married. And I'd be like, no, I'm cool. I like things the way that they are. And then my bestie, um, some 13-plus years later, was like, you know what, Adina, that's a good man. You know, he's respectful. He's respectable. He, You know, he's a man of integrity. And if you let that man get away, we're going to have problems. And I was like, damn. And just for her, her going to bat for him, I was thinking back in my mind, you know, the relationship we have and the relationship we had back then when we were together, and it was just a really chill relationship. He's easy breezy. And I was living in Charlotte right. at the time, did, did you, and I was about to go home. Did you not want to damage the friendship? 
No, that wasn't even a concern of mine. He had actually messed up, and I was holding a grudge. <laughs> really, truth be, truth be told, I was just like, you know, you messed up, right? You messed up. So I'm, I like things the way that they are. There's, you know, there's no need to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but you can, you can get rid of the baby, but the, the bathwater is still good. You know what I'm right. saying? And after her going to bat for him, and I thought about our relationship, I was heading back home to Charlotte, and I was sitting on a plane waiting for everybody to board, and I just picked up the phone, and I called him, and I said, you know, I have a question for you. He was like, what's that? I was like, you, would you, do you still want to marry me? He said, yeah. I said, okay, well, let's do it then. He was like, all right. Five years like later. That? Just like it. that. You still just like that? Just like that. Yeah, I like you. That. <laughs> that is so dumb. Yeah, I like you. You better shut up. <laughs> you so stupid. <laughs> and it was so, it, it was our friendship, even to this day, is just amazing. We can go through, you know, because with any relationship, there are ups and downs. And one of the things that keep us in our place is our friendship. That foundation mm-hmm. is, has played a critical part in how we deal with each other. There's no, you know, we, of course, you know, there's arguments and, and whatnot and some of the stuff getting a little bit out of control. But for the most part, that foundation for us is like, okay, don't take it too far. That's still your homie. And before right. he was your husband, you wouldn't talk to him like that. So don't disrespect him in that regard now. And I believe that's the same for him. This is the next question. Obviously, I mean, y'all married. He has to be a freak like you. He is not. <laughs> He's not a freak Which like Which blows you. my mind. I was like, how did that happen? And I, I tell people I did not marry a freak like me, which is a little disappointing. However, there, you know, sometimes you have to make sacrifices. And I will say my right. husband gets up and goes to work every single day when he's supposed to. He can keep a job. My husband is a master mechanic, um, auto auto mechanic. Oh wow! I don't and ever have to worry about. Always good to have a mechanic around. Baby, <laughs> look at here. Let me tell you. I look at him on on a regular, and I've told him on several occasions. Do you realize I married up? You are a mechanic. Do you know how many people need a better than good mechanic? All I got to do is roll over and say, baby, I need my oil changed. Will you check my tires? You know, will you look underneath the hood and see what's going on? Run that diagnostic. Come on now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So for me, it's, it's sometimes you have to, you know, make those sacrifices, and he's worth that sacrifice for sure. Right. Uh, I got a king. Artists, I can't complain. You got a king and you're a queen. A lot of the artists from the 90s, I mean, you had, you know, super success, gold records. They really don't embrace the social media. Adina, you go in on social media. I see you <laughs> live singing. You be singing. I'm like, Adina singing on, on, on Periscope right now. <laughs> That's so dope to me that you embrace the, the the social media, and not only do you do you embrace it, but you embrace the people. Was that hard for you? Initially, yes, but I've learned to do it in such a way where it's on my terms. And I don't know if you know this. I don't. I do social media, but I do it like randomly, and it's yeah. not like a constant. 
If I feel like doing it, going live, I'll go live. If I don't, I don't. You know, I it, one of the things I think was difficult for me was giving up my privacy to a certain degree, just constantly having to share information. But when I realized that, you know, you can do this the way that you want to do it, and it's going to be Be controlled, yeah. Exactly. Then I'm like, okay, cool. Because a lot of times people are like, why don't you do it more? Because I don't feel like getting, you know, putting on face and hair and, and all of that. I'm like, they're going to get me the way they're going to get me. And huh. if I feel like talking, I feel like I'll, I'll do it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, I but I do that. love my people. Something about, you know, the people that have chosen to follow me, um, they are so amazing. They're very supportive, and I can come out the side of my face with some craziness, and it'll, and it'll open up dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> and we have great dialogue. For example, I'm reading this book called um, How to Make a Negro Christian. Uh-oh. And, um, of course, you know, colored folk, they, they neck deep in religion and Christianity, and it's Let opened up a dialogue. You. What'd you say? Let As him usual. Go ahead. It's so because, you know, I'm I am on this journey and I'm awakening. You know, I'm able to open my, you know, op- I'm able to share with them. And of course, you will always have some those folks who are Christian and well, you know, and, and they'll start to preach and, and whatnot. And it's like, look, mm. I was raised Baptist and Pentecostal, so you honestly, at the end of the day are not saying anything to me I haven't said to someone already. I was a Bible right. thumper when I was younger. I was baptized. I speak in tongues. I I, I, I got the Holy Ghost. So yeah, been right. there, done that, got the T-shirt to write a book. Right. But when the awakening started taking place for me and I wanted to share, they were very open to that dialogue. And, you know, for those who chose to judge, I'm like, look, your path is your path. Mine is mine. You have the right to believe how you believe. I have the right to believe how I believe. There should be no judgment here. Because isn't that one of the commandments? Thou shalt not judge. Unless Thou shalt you want not to judge. judge. It's in there but, somewhere. Yeah, right? But at the same time, the one thing that I know about Christianity and Christians, most of them justify their, you know, their actions. And so to open up that dialogue and say, okay, let's, let's have an adult conversation, a mature conversation about this, they're open to that. So I well, love you the people that I, 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 I like I think I like Christians. I think I even like really spiritual folks. I'm just not really into church folks. Like church right. folks are kind of whack to me sometimes. Like like I, I had this conversation with Madeline earlier, and I think God is way less petty than we are. Come you on know, now. Like the 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 rules that people have interpreted. I think he meant this is probably not that at all. Like, God is going, yo, dog, I didn't, who said that? That's not that's not what I meant. Right. That's not what I meant by that. And you and listen to this dude that interprets it. You put the divine in the box. The divine can't be boxed. But they do it. Like, for example, the fact that we think that the creator is a man blows my mind. Why does right. the creator even have a sex? Why, we don't know why, what the creator why? looks like. We you know, and, oh, and oh, it killed me when, when you know, I, Jesus was black. You know, I mean, you know, he was he might have been born a certain time, but it, is God petty enough to worry about what color he was? Come on now, exactly. 
or what is sexuality. And, and a lot of people don't even know anything. that Jesus was a common name back in the day, just like James and John. So there was more than one Jesus that existed. It was a Jesus Jenkins. There you go. And a Jesus Walker. Hey, JJ. JJ. That's what they call it. JJ. <laughs> Jesus, get your butt down here and eat this cereal <laughs> He's off. so stupid. <laughs> hey, this is Rodney Perry. You tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. I'm talking to Miss Adina Howard, a person that makes a living off being sexy. She's more than that, though. She does a lot of things. She wears a lot of hats. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Adina about one of her other hats. It's white. And it's got a little fluffy at the top, probably. I don't know. I, I'm never actually going to wear it. But I'm sure yeah, it's a fluffy, cute little white hat. Hey, uh, and we're going to talk about the, the, the single, Bad For Me. I'm going to play it right now. Hey, the song is Bad For Me. It's Dina Harwood. It's released on her own independent joint label. We're going to talk about all that we come back.
Yo, that is dope. Tina Howard, <laughs> the name of the song is Bad For Me. Wow, that is so dope. I'm feeling that the whole Motown vibe. Man, I, you, you do all the dancing and stuff, too? You know what? We haven't, once we get on tour, I'm going to get a choreographer, and we're going to have all of that worked out. Man, that's going to be so bananas live, man, because just, just, I mean, already, I mean, you killing freak like me. You're going to smash bad with me. <laughs> I love that song. It's one of, definitely one of my favorites that I've done so far. So, so when you get a track like that, it's, it's such a departure from what people know you for. Are you afraid at all to, to, to take, a, take that, you know, for that undertaking? No, not at all. I'm an artist. I'm a creative person. Um, I think it's more difficult for people outside to, you know, fans for the most part or people who are used to the 95 Adina Howard to embrace that particular song and where I am right now as an artist because um, as as we talked about, you know, putting the divine in a box, people love boxes to put people in so that mm. they can relate to them. And um, I refuse to be put in a box. I just, I refuse to do it because at the end of the day, you will not control me and how I present myself to the world. You don't have that authority over me. If you don't like it, don't listen. Speaking of the arts, you are an artist. Of course, we're familiar with your your prowess as a singer, songwriter, vocalist, but you're also a culinary artist. Yes. You cook. I do. I'm a beast in the kitchen. You a beast in the kitchen? Like oh my gosh, I am a beast. I will say there's no pun intended, but my my cooking trumps my singing. I think. Really? I think. Yes. Okay. That that's a big thing right there. And I love. So, so what type people. of? What, I mean, is it American cuisine? Is it? Um, is it? I mean, would you go on Top Chef? Would you? Would you do something like I, that? I actually would, and my my the way that I cook is more fusion style. Um, mm-hmm. I tend to, for example, um, I love Indian food and I love Thai food. I, international okay. cuisine is something that for me that's just amazing. I think American cuisine is very bland, the steak and potatoes, and it's just ugh. Um, but for example, I um, made a tikka masala, tikka masala, which is Indian food. Middle Eastern mm-hmm. Indian. So I did um, a tikka masala lasagna. And what I did was I took Ooh. ground turkey, kale, cut up some um, yellow, orange, and red bell peppers, you know, some fresh garlic, and it seasoned it really wow. nicely with um, a curry. And and I do cheat eats, too, where I, you know, I take certain ingredients that I don't, you know, some people like to make everything homemade. If you can find something in the store, like a sauce, and doctor it up, I'll just do that versus saying, okay, I'm going to get all these ingredients. I'm like, there's no need to make cooking complicated. So I went and grabbed this tikka masala sauce by private selection and, you know, doctored it up the way that I wanted to. And I made, like, a Middle Eastern Indian lasagna with ground turkey and kale. It was amazing. You know, sprinkled some goat cheese up in there. incredible. I have to say it was. It didn't last in the house at all. So, so but, you know, I love to experiment okay. with food. And if for anybody who loves to cook, 
um, or wants to be able to create something with a different flavor profile, there's a book that I live by, and it's called The Flavor Bible. The Flavor wow. Bible is everything, and that that book was introduced to me um, from one of my instructors when I was going to culinary school. Oh, I'm I'm gonna be getting that the Flavor Bible because yes. you know you know what I realized as you know as as a person that enjoys food is that mm, I wasn't using any spices. I was only seasoning my food with Lowry's and pepper <laughs> and. And I, I really felt like I had damaged my taste buds, but, you know, I had a stroke three months ago. And so what I'm realizing now with, with my new diet, I'm eating a lot of Mediterranean-type food, and I'm, I'm using olive oils, and, I'm you know, i got a lot of olives and fruits and vegetables in my cooking now, and I'm expanding my palate with my seasonings now. Nice. Is that all my food tastes better, like, or, or my like I'm more sensitive to like flavors now that I'm not bombarded with salt. I mean, right. As a, as a culinary artist, I mean, and you as you learn those different flavor profiles, profiles. I mean, did it kind of just open your eyes? Like it's like seeing new color for me. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. First, let me say, I am glad you are still with us. Um, yes. I, I'm hoping and praying for a total recovery for you, if not if it hasn't happened already. Truly grateful that you're still here. So I praise the divine that I have this opportunity to communicate with you today. That right hey, there is hey, more important you so than much, cooking. Adina. I know, right? So. <laughs> I was hey, like, "Well, wait a minute. Yeah. What did he just say?" Okay, let me let me let him finish. Oh yeah. Because I'm good for interjecting, yeah, yeah. but I was like, "Let me let him finish." Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, well, I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, well, yeah God, God is good. He's definitely been taking care of me. So, Absolutely. Um, but to, so, to answer your question, yes, yeah. it, has, it definitely has opened up um, like a door. It's kind of like just it, instead of like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory, it's like this, mm-hmm. this flavor factory that you just walk into and you're just like amazed, like, oh, my gosh, I can use this, I can use that. You know, to go into one of the places that I like to go um, out here in Arizona is it's called Lily's, and it's an it's mm-hmm. an international grocery store, and each aisle for the most part is a different continent or a different country. Oh wow! So okay. you know you have African, you have Jamaican, you have Thai, you have Korean, and the list goes on. And then the fruit and vegetable section is just utterly ridiculous. So to now be aware of the different foods and the seasonings and the spices. It's like, yes. And when I tell you, I just flavor, I just throw stuff together to see if it works. And it does. I'm like, perfect. Laurie's, I have not used Laurie's in, man, I haven't used that since my mom, since I was a child. My mother, I haven't tasted it. Because, of course, that's one of the things in the urban community that we used to keep on deck. Yeah. Um, you, you, You ain't got no kitchen, you ain't got no Laurie's. Okay, exactly. So now for me, you know, I'm looking at curry pastes and curry seasonings, and there's um, Chef Paul with the magic seasoning blends that I use. One of my favorites is Cezan Goya con azafran. That I, it, it's a staple in my kitchen. My husband has high blood I, I pressure. I just learned so about that. I just learned about that, yeah. 
Yeah, so it, 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 when I tell you that is amazing, it's so amazing. It just adds a different twist to anything you add it to. And like I said, my husband has high blood pressure, so I've had to learn to cook without salt. And one of the things that I've yeah. noticed it with a lot of the seasonings, it already some of them already have salt in them. So like yeah. the the saison goya already has some salt in it, so I so don't, don't add any extra. It. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've just learned, I'm like, okay, you just have to learn how to make food more flavorful without the salt. Because I yeah, have that, low that, blood that's pressure. One of, that's one of our main issues, too. You know, of course, yeah. going through what I went through, um, the blood pressure was the reason I, I had the stroke. And so now to eat, eat kind of a salt-free diet, or as, as salt-free as you could possibly be anyway. It's so difficult to be salt-free. But, you know, like you say, you, you you start using other seasoning. You start really using garlic and really using uh, curry or turmeric or, you yeah, know, exactly. all these great uh, spices that are out there. And you're like, yo, that's actually good. Yo. Exactly. But one of the things when, when you're talking about, and I've, I've, you know, had to read up on this when it comes to people who are salt sensitive, um, a lot of the foods, especially the packaged foods, the canned foods, I read that, and, and it's so true. A lot of the sodium does not come from the salt that we add to the food, but mm-hmm. to the salt that's already added to the food when you wow. purchase it. So when you pick up a can of soup or a can of um, beans, if you look at the sodium on the can, if you begin to read labels, if you start reading labels, you yeah. will see that there's already a ridiculous amount of salt in the foods prior to you adding salt because salt is a preservative. Exactly. And a lot of a lot of people don't know that. It's like start looking at the labels and see how much sodium is already in the food and, and you'll recognize that you know what, maybe I shouldn't add anymore. Right. Hey, I'm right I've had... tuned in to Rocky Perry Live. We're talking to Ms. Adina Howard. You can catch her on Facebook.com at Adina Howard on Twitter. She's also Adina Howard. And on Instagram, the real Adina Howard. Just go to the website. Do yourself a favor. Please. <laughs> I'm so sick of Adina Howard. She is so ridiculous. You can buy you music on the site as well. Yes, <laughs> new music Angela is coming too. By the way, oh, I, you know what? I was just about to ask you about that. You yeah, still got some new music. Highly yes, project is called Resurrection. Mhm. Yeah, I'm so excited you know what? about I was that project. Phoenix too, because you ain't, you out there in uh, you out there in Arizona. I was like maybe Phoenix rise from the ashes. You ain't no there. Ashes. You go exactly. Anyway, go <laughs> yeah, you are so correct. You you look. We on the same page. <laughs> but resurrection is definitely um, the the you know the rising the coming back, and um, mm-hmm. the like you said the phoenix rising from the ashes, f- the old falling away and resurging you know the resurgence of the new, the, re- the resurrection of the new, um, the new music is amazing. I am so stoked and excited about the world here in this project. I have been gifted, blessed with um, a young man by the name of Tyler King Gaston, a young man out of Las Vegas who, when I tell you his talent is redonkulous, like this young (laughs) king is amazing as a creator of music. 
his creativity is I'm like divine where whoa this the way you're using this young king is like mind blowing and I'm so grateful that you were connecting us together to make this happen because when I tell you this music is awesome I've not ever I will say to date this is my best work wow that's awesome yeah I mean, today that's a big deal You'd have some some hot records. So if this is your best work, come on. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to say, I, I, hands down, I have truly been gifted, blessed with this, you know, with this young man's talent, and to be able to share him with the world in our talents together. Mm-hmm. Mind blowing for me. Uh, Adina Howard, forty-three years. Yes, Rodney young, Perry. Quite lovely. If you could yes, go back and have a and have a chat with your younger self, what would you tell her? Oh man, what would I tell her? That is such a good question. I would probably tell her to listen more, talk less. Um, learn from those who are willing to teach. And don't be so stubborn and hard-headed, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I've wow. learned my hard head has made a soft ass, you know. We'll do that. <laughs> yes, my goodness, because it'll sit you down, and it, it sat me down for a while, hence the resurrection. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It was like I couldn't, you know, well, the divine wouldn't let me move until I got my lessons. Why ain't that something? Right. So I said, I said the other day, you know, I was like, God, if uh, you could have texted me instead of hitting me with this stroke, if you want to okay. say something. <laughs> okay. Come on, don't you got my number? Okay. Right. One of the things I've learned is that the lesson is best learned, experienced. Because you Absolutely. can tell people Absolutely. all day long, you shouldn't do this. Learn from, you know, learn from my experience. You don't have to go through what I've gone through if you would just listen. But some lessons are best learned experienced. Hey, well said. Like, Adina Howard, you're the best. Um, I want you to yes, come you back. Yes, you are. When, when, you drop, when you drop Resurrection, I want you to come back on. And, uh, and I, I mean, I love you. I mean, you know, I had one of my friends when I was in hospital. She said, Rodney, I say I love you all the time, and you never say it back. So now I've decided to initiate the I love you. I love you, Adina Howard. Thank you so much for I coming on. I love you, on. Rodney Perry. And you, you're completely awesome. Tell Mr. Jordan, thank you for letting this baby come chat with us today. And y'all have a y'all have a blessed one, man. Any final words? What, any, any final words for the people? You know, continue to to be great. At the end of the day, you are in charge of your destiny. You can manifest whatever it is you choose to to have in this life. You know, watch your thoughts because your thoughts eventually come out your mouth, and your mouth. Your words create your reality. So think about what you say before you say it. And and go forth and be great. Go forth and be great. Hey, great final words, Mr. Adina Howard. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You tune in to Rodney Perry Live. Thank you, Adina. I love you. Thank you. I love you back, baby. I love Hey, y'all, let's do this. I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, I got one of my boys on the line. I, I love this guy. He's an asshole. I'm just saying. This guy's an asshole. But I love him. 
I really do. I really he's one of my favorite humans though at the same time. Uh well, just stay right there. He's a writer, producer, Hollywood type. His name is David All. I'm about to come to you, David. Don't you don't you just listen. When a stroke strikes, it spreads like a fire in the brain. The longer it goes undetected, the more damage is done. To spot the signs of a stroke, you have to think and act fast. F. Face. Has their face fallen on one side? Can they smile? A. Arms. Can they raise both arms and keep them there? F. Speech. Is their speech slurred? T. Time. Just like a fire, it's time to call 999 if you see any single one of these signs. The faster you act, the more of the person you save. Hey guys, we're Roger Perry, you're the Roger Perry Live. When stroke strikes, act fast. You're talking. Shut up, stroke lady. Okay, so we are back in full effect. Um, I'm returning from a hiatus. This is the liveest podcast slash radio show in the world, bar none. I got more episodes than most people. I got more great interviews than most people. One of the favorites on this show, one of my buddies, always in California. David Arnold, what's up, baby? Dave. You hear me talking, David? All right, Madeline checking on that. And um, shouts out to my man, uh, man. Today's show, man, it was a good show, man. I just, you know, you just reflect on doing some great shows. That's all I want to do is put together some great shows. So uh, we're gonna be coming down the pipe. My brother was on the line earlier. He had to, he had to dip out. Let me see if I can uh, I can call. Brother, that's me. You have to call him. He tweeted you. Oh, I didn't know, David. Okay, I'm calling you, Dave. Hold on. Uh, I'm hilarious. <laughs> okay, my bad. Uh, my bad, man. I don't know what I was thinking. Hold on, let me look. Let me find Dave's number. So we about to make a live call on the air. Uh, where where's that little button to do that? I don't see that. Move and then oh there you go. Boom. Let's see. Put the number in. Try to David, you pick up this damn phone, you hear me? You don't have me look stupid on the air. I already look stupid a little bit. Hold on. We are live. This is what you can't do when you on your podcast, you recorded and editing and all that. Uh, let's see. Ryan, if you're listening, call back. Oh, uh, let's see, David. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. Let me boom, boom, boom. Got it. Got, what about I? I got to make myself not say the number because I do that. And I don't want to get a man number out forever because I'm not going to go back and edit it. Uh, no, we're going to call it live. You pick up the damn phone, David. Hit me. Hello. Hello. 
Ladies and gentlemen, on the show right now, live, my man mm-hmm. David Arnold. What's up, Dave? What up, Rodney Terry? Let me tell you something, David Arnold. I've been, I've been, I know you've been listening. That's right. I was listening. To, I was listening to you. I was listening to you, uh, trying to see what y'all was talking about, and uh, I approve of the little message about the diet you and you know. You I just want you. I just need. I need everybody to know that I've been begging Rodney for years to please put down the chicken wings. He's been what, begging what, me to stop talking to white women, <laughs> and I begged him to put down the chicken wings. So we you had an extent. I kept up my end of the bargain. No, you did. Yes, I did. There's nothing for black women around this house, Rodney Perry. That's true. That's true. Julie is just like anyway. So <laughs> I live by I live by two or three things, and I and I pass it on to people all the time. You told me this one time, which, which cracked me up, but it's absolutely true. You said, Rodney, if it has a, if the place has a drive-through window, don't eat there. <laughs> That's right. If you can. That's right. If you can drive up. And get your food without getting out of your car. It is bad for you. It's bad for you. It ain't nothing good in there. That's right. And people try to even even if. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, you know, I gained uh, a more more respect for you know, and and even though you're one of my buddies, and and you you are you are well were a nurse. uh, Mm -hmm. I gained. After being in the hospital, I gained a tremendous respect for nurses, man. I mean, to you have to be a selfless individual to help a guy to to nurse someone back to health, and and I just found it to be amazing to watch these people who who this is what they did for a living. I mean, of course, you're concerned with your hours and you're trying to get you're trying to work, take care of your family, but to 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 help a person that's at their lowest point and and. That that just was amazing to me to watch. Well, that's I mean, you know, it's a very selfless uh, job being a nurse. You know, you really got to care about because you're doing a you're doing the you're doing the, the 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 grunt work. You know, the doctor comes in, the nurse gathers all of the does all of the procedures to you know to get the the numbers that the doctor uses to read. You know, the nurses are the right. ones to wipe your ass and draw your blood and. You know, listen to you complain and cuss them out, and the, that that the nurses deal with all that. And then the doctor come in, he grab the chart, look at the chart, look at the numbers, go, okay, this is this, and then he walk out. And when people leave, they, they go, thank you, doctor. <laughs> they always go, thank you, doctor. Right, and the nurse is standing there like, uh, did I not wipe your ass in the middle of the night? But, but the doctor was at home on the golf course. I gained a tremendous respect for anybody that wipes ass professionally. Yes, you. yes. You I got to really. You really need a check. She was immaculate. This woman was a was a world class. Like you know, you got Michael Jordan and LeBron James. This woman was a okay. LeBron James of ass wiping. <laughs> this lady. This the woman. The woman who was wiping your ass. She was a precise. Her precision. She was coming in with a little napkin, with a little wet wipe, and my, and my ass has never been so clean. Was incredible. She was incredible. It was, she was better than me. Like I, it's my ass, and I have never wiped my ass. She did better with it in them three months than you did with it your whole forty-seven oh, years. My God, my God! I mean, like I'm my ass itching right now because I'm I failed. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. That's, I'm glad, man. I'm glad you're able to be here. 
and have conversation and talk about this. We had some great conversations when you were in the hospital, you know, one of the most meaningful ones ever, you know, and yeah. so to be able to watch you come full circle like this has been incredible. I'm, 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 you know me, I'm, I'm all about trying to stay uh, healthy. I, you know, I love, and my thing is, yeah, I love sweets. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my problem. I love sugar. Right. Sugar is like I'm, I'm in the middle right now of doing a, a, a real clean diet right now, and so I'm not, I'm no, no bread, no carbs, no sugar, nothing. I'm like none of it. And you know, the first week was hard. That shit is hard. But you learn how to change your diet. You learn how to, like you was talking about, like my I love oatmeal. But I would load my oatmeal up with butter and brown sugar. And people don't realize, oh, I'm having a bowl of oatmeal. Yeah, but you got four scoops of brown sugar in there and two gobs of butter, then you might as well have a burger. You know what I'm saying? You you might as well from what it's doing to you when it processes and breaks it down, you know. Now, I'll, oatmeal, nothing but raisins in it. That's the oh, no, nothing. Plain oatmeal water, nothing but raisins. The, the sugar, when you get rid of processed sugar and you start looking everything for the sugar in the natural, good. It's, everything dude, every time I bite into one of them raisins, I can't believe how sweet they are. It's unbelievable. When, you ain't got, when, it, when it ain't being drowned out by that other sugar, you know what I mean? Wow. It's great, man. I'm, I'm I'm glad you're back on your thing. You're doing, you know, you're back. You're on the road. You're killing again. Man, some, some of my best, <laughs> some of my best conversations, dude, was you and I talking while I was in the hospital. I mean, dude, I mean, just to talk to you and make you laugh. Oh my god, I'm, I'm still funny, man. I mean, like, dude, that 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 was that was some of my best days, dude. And I that was probably the last. That Rodney, let me tell you something. That was the last time. You know, we comedians, and when you're a comedian, we the first thing we lose is the laugh gene, the genuine laugh gene. It go, it becomes duller because we spend all our time trying to process and manufacture laughs for other people. We 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 we, we very seldom get a hearty, real hard laugh. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I can honestly say that conversation, like you said, that made you realize, hey, man, I'm still funny. I still got it. That was the last time and the first time in a long time that I had laughed like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was, I mean, I, I needed you to stop so I could breathe, catch up, so we could move on to the next to the next because every single one of the lines, every single one of the statements in the comments just was, it was killing me. And it was the best. I told my wife that I said, I am not, because she saw me. She was like, will you laugh? She's like, I haven't seen you laugh like that in forever. I was like, I have not laughed like that in a long time. You, everybody is going out to see your shows. They, they, I know they need to be entertained. It's it's always great to watch you do your thing, man. And I probably couldn't have this conversation with nobody but you and a, other, a few other of my peers. But, dude, right. I'm re- I'm realer on stage now than I like. Wow. Like, I mean, I've always been funny, but, I mean, my comedy was always, even if I was talking about a real subject, I would have, my approach to it was different. Like, say, for instance, um, if I'm doing a joke about my wife, I'd be like, you know, wives do this. So it would be like, it would be, I would make, some personal, something general to appease right. the audience. But right. now, with this whole thing having been through the stroke, it's like 
I have a new lease, and for the first time in, in a 20-year career, I'm really on some, I did this, this is my life, and this is what we're about to talk about, whether you like it. Well, and you know what that does that changes the way people, it, don't, it changes the way people lock into your stand-up. You know what I'm saying? It change it literally changes that. It changes the way that people see your stand up. It changes the way that people engage and, you know, buy into what you're doing. Because the truth of the matter is, it, it you don't have to. When we already talked about this, you know, we have talked about a lot of the stuff that you do on stage. I go, Ryan, how come you don't talk about that? How come you don't talk about that? How come you don't talk about that? Because, you know, it, it, our life, we're still human beings. We just comedians. So we right. don't even have to generalize stuff. We don't realize that it took me a minute to realize. I don't have to go, how many of y'all ever? It don't matter. Because what I realize right. is it don't matter how many of y'all ever. It don't matter the answer. It don't matter the answer. The answer don't matter because I'm about to tell you about me anyway. So why even worry about, why? like you said, why generalize all wives be doing? It don't matter what all wives be doing. This one that I'm with upstairs is the one that you need to hear about. And people yeah. will naturally gravitate towards it. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know, and man, I'm, I'm I mean, I can't wait to uh, to see you to you know, because every time when you come to LA and you come through and you do one of the improvs, I'm always there. I can't wait to see this new set that I know that because uh, you know we comedians we go through set and we just be looking for it to come out of it just so we can have the material. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? We're like, oh, this this is horrible. But I'm, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to do this whole thing, right? Nigga, you said that enough. But it's gonna get almost kill me. It's definitely gonna kill them. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. That is hey man, that is. Hey man, you got you got uh you got a deal coming down the pipe, man. You doing some great stuff. You writing. You producing. You going on tour. Uh, you and Kim Whitley out. Um, yeah. About me and my bullshit. What you doing? Uh, uh, I, I, you know, I, I got a deal that I'm in the middle of negotiating right now with BET. I got my own show that is executive produced by Kevin Hart that's based on my stand-up uh, called Divorce Save My Marriage. And it's basically, um, it's a it's a half-hour dramedy about a 17-year, a, a couple who's been married 17 years, teenage kids, and basically have decided that they agreed that you know, they're ready to go, and we can't do they don't. It no we can't do it no more. We don't want to wait, but we, we, you know, we got two years to these kids out of school, so we're gonna work together so we can make sure we can both get out of here happy with some money in our pocket. And it's about a family that come together to make money so that they can be apart from each other. And uh, it's very funny. It's based off of you know some stuff that me and my wife went through about many years ago, which was indeed you know, the thing that actually brought us back around to be stronger, you know, is when we did what we thought we needed to do to get away from each other was actually the stuff we needed to do to become closer to each other. And, you know, it's funny, uh, Devon Shepard, who uh, has a TV show on Comedy Central called Ch uh, Legends of Chamberlain Heights, he's the showrunner. He also ran Be and Mary Jane, wrote on Weeds, uh, a lot of other shows, a very funny dude. He's uh he's the showrunner and co co-creator with me. Him and I are writing the show. Kevin Hart is executive producing. Uh, you know, so I'm just I'm literally getting ready to film this pilot, man, and I'm very excited about it. You know, I've been doing this for <clears throat> 19 years, and 
I'm finally getting an opportunity to do my own show after writing so many TV shows and for so many other people, you know. Uh, working on my stand-up special that I'm getting ready to uh, do this year with Kevin Hart. You know, Kevin Hart has that LOL uh, channel, and they're doing uh, – he's producing a lot of stand-up specials for different comedians. So mine is one of them um, that we'll be doing uh, this year. So I'm excited about that. And, man, just, you know, watching my, you know, just enjoying the journey of uh, – enjoying the journey of, of – of, of making people laugh and, and being able to really make a living doing this. People don't realize how long it takes sometimes to get to where you want to be. You know what I mean? Right. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure once this – we're always thinking about, you know, they, yeah, no, you know, I'm sure that once this show, my show hits the air, and, you know, it's like when people see me do stand-up and people go, man, I never heard of David Arnold before. I mean, what I get constantly, you know, I'm on tour. Right, which was the the name of my last stand-up special I did. I've never heard of you either. But, you know, I'm on the road. Kim Whitley and I are traveling the country. We're doing uh, He Said, She Said. uh, She go go on stage, I go on stage, and we go on stage together, which nobody has ever done before. You know, they haven't had a male-female comedian on stage together since, like, the 50s when, you know, when they were doing those comedy teams back in the day. And Kim Whitley and I are out doing that. And, you know, but the sentiment is always the same. When people see me, they're like, man, how come I never heard of you? You know, and it's like, I guess it wasn't, I, I've been writing for other people. I've been behind the scenes for most of my career. And so it wasn't time. So when people finally see me, they go, how is it possible? So, you know, a lot of people think you just came overnight, you know, right. and they don't realize I've been, I've, been, I've been out here telling jokes and writing jokes and doing this shit for 19 success. years. You're overnight success. Kim and I are at the Ventura Comedy Club January 15th, which is out here. We're in Cleveland at the Cleveland Improv uh, the weekend of Valentine's Day. I think it's February 10th to the 12th. We'll be there, and then we'll be up again full-time again in June. Our schedule will release in June after Kim gets finished filming Young and Hungry and I get finished filming my show. So we'll be back out again June, July, August, September. We'll be out strong doing dates. Um, but, you know, man, it's it's – it's just been it's been a great journey, a great year, so I'm having a good time, you know. Hey, man, that's great, Dave. Hey, his name is David Arnold. You can catch yeah, him it is. on all social media. What is the social media, Dave? Do you, uh, you, you can get me at the David A. Arnold. You do on social media. I do. I get on social media. I'm on social media all the time. I don't. I like your videos. I like your videos on Facebook. I do my Instagram videos. I do my post-workout advice. I always do that. You know, I always shoot some other stuff. And it's the David A. Arnold is where you can get me on, on social media. If you put David A. Arnold, all my stuff will come across. But um, I'm also, another thing I'm doing, my daughters, who's 9 and 11, they've been asking me to do a YouTube channel because, you know, these kids' YouTube channels are huge now. Like oh, that's yeah. all they watch. So I bought a lighting. I bought some lighting equipment, uh, lighting equipment and um, cameras. And my wife set up, wrote a little script for them. Let them shoot a YouTube channel. Let them shoot a their first little yeah, show. Is it up? Is it up? What, it's not up yet. I'm editing it right now. But when I tell, man, that, but I, I, I'll tell you what it is. I would, when I tell you these little girls blew us away. They are incredible. I, and you don't just say it because it's your kids. Like. I looked at them and went, we went, wow, they're actually good. <laughs> You're like, so, yeah, man, so I'm excited to put their little thing out there. 
Okay, brother. Get out of here, man. I, I love you, brother. And, I love uh, you too, man. Keep grinding. Keep taking it to the next level, man. Hey, yes, sir. Look. Yeah, my name is Roddy Perry. You tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. That's my man, David Arnold. Thank you, David Arnold. Thank you to um, Adina Howard. Thank you to David Dees from the VH1 show Naked. Adina Howard's got a new project coming out called Resurrection. David Arnold's got a show coming out on BET. Rodney Perry is doing it. I'm on tour. It's called, uh, what is it called? Fast and Funny. The Fast and Funny Tour. So I'm out right now. Y'all go check me out. This on all social media. It's Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.